Hello, hello, and welcome to the Baby Says Podcast with your host, me, Brianna. I am now realizing I need to get friends who don't have 9 to 5s because it is way too hard to schedule any type of guest for my with my friends. <laughs> There's one friend that doesn't live in the U.S. who I really wanted on because she's going to school and changing her entire career path. So maybe I can harass her to get on. I think she's uncomfortable. But I'm not uncomfortable, so here we are. So on two days ago, I finally went to an acupuncturist for my knee and ankle. I am in chronic pain, essentially, and have been since basically right before COVID. And the only thing that has helped was acupuncture, and I just haven't been in a while. And I went to a new person, and... Shout out to people who are in chronic pain. It just sucks. It's physically and mentally draining. And when you don't know why it's happening and there's no answers, but basically my knee will completely swell up and then my ankle will hurt where where I can't even sleep because it hurts so bad. But anyways, so I go to the acupuncturist and he basically says we have to get my knee swelling down to figure out where it's coming from if it's coming from inside the knee above the knee whatever and he thinks the ankle is hurting so bad because I'm walking different and so that's what we're working with and then he if you have ever gotten acupuncture it's like you lay Well, I was laying down because it was on my knee, and then he propped my knee up, put a red light on my knee, and then, like, wave music. So it felt like I was at the beach. He's like, you get it? It's like the sun's on you, and you're at the beach, and, like, giving a thumbs up. I'm like, cool. So he leaves, and I'm laying there, and my mind will race a thousand miles an hour like I jump from one thought to another to another to another my mind just doesn't stop moving and thinking and I (laughs) I'm on my bimbo journey and I'm on my sober journey and I'm on my celibacy journey (laughs) but when you're laying with your legs propped up on your back it's only impure thoughts are gonna come so my mind just starts going off on impure thoughts and then I like go from like visualizing wanting a loft in Soho to whatever he literally opens the door pops his head in and says wow you have a busy mind and I'm like uh what and he's just like yeah, you have a busy mind and shuts the door. (laughs) And I'm dead because I've worked with a few different, I guess you would say healers that can read your mind and you think they can't. You think that's not real, 
but they can. I worked in, or I volunteered at a yoga studio like years ago. So on certain days with certain classes, you could do this extra 30 minute like group therapy type session. And I always wanted to be there because it made me feel good, but I never wanted to say anything. And the teacher would always tell us, like, she can see what you're thinking or hear what you're thinking. And you think that's not true, but she would literally word for word say exactly what I was thinking. And then I did Reiki a few years ago. And the same thing when I was doing the session, she's telling me to visualize everything I want and we're it was crazy. I felt like I was on drugs in that session, and everyone else tells me that's not how Reiki goes, but that's how mine went. I was on this special kind of mat. I'm very sensitive to energy, and it was a wild experience, but she could see everything I saw that I was visualizing because we talked about it afterward, and she was going over what I saw. So there's no way that it's not real, but it's just crazy because I'm like, are they judging us for what we're seeing? Are we in full control of our thoughts or not? Or anyways, I just thought it was super interesting and kind of, and should I be embarrassed? But I'm not, and I'm seeing the guy again in two days. So hopefully figure out where the swelling of my knee is. But if you're a healer and you can see people's thoughts or hear their thoughts, however it comes to you, do you judge people for their thoughts? I don't know. I thought it was an interesting topic. And then bouncing off that kind of, I started reading a book called Letting Go, which the manifestation program I do, they source that a lot with some of their work. And it's really interesting because part of me feels like, is this how men live their lives all the time? Because it's basically like you don't think. You, If you feel an emotion, say... A negative emotion you're supposed to feel that so if you're angry feel angry and sit in your anger and let it just happen but don't think about it because when you start thinking about it you make up different scenarios instead of just sitting in that anger which you'll then get over when you start thinking about the different scenarios that could go on for days or months and take up so much of your time by making up these different scenarios instead of just letting you feel it and then doing something about it, essentially. Another interesting thing I thought it pointed out was people always wanting to be in a state of victimhood, always wanting to be seen as a victim or tying it back to them. And I've noticed that a lot as I've gone on journeys of, and no one is, no one doesn't do it because it's just part of human nature. But 
it's just not wanting to stay in that state of victimhood. What are you going to do to get out of it? Like, I know someone who no one wants to be around them because when they're drinking, they start to bring up their childhood trauma almost every time. And it can be emotionally exhausting for everyone when... I mean, it sucks. Like, everyone's trauma does suck, but you have to move on. You have to not allow yourself to be triggered all the time, and how are you going to move forward? But yeah, I think we all know people who go out of their way to try and, like, be perceived as a victim, and then I feel like the people going through the hardest, most things don't want to be perceived as a victim. It's funny for me to watch people freak out about, I don't know, like the hurricane. And it didn't affect them in any way. But they're still freaking out, being like, oh my god, like, it's gonna ruin everything I love. And it's like, well, people are dying. So... I don't know what you want from me and the energy that you're putting out is not good. (laughs) But anyways, I feel like the book is pretty interesting. I'm only on chapter five, but basically what I've learned so far, it's just getting to a surrendered state to where you're free of negative feelings. And then you can be creative and manifest and do all the things you want to (laughs) do. But I do think it's all interesting. It makes you self-reflect on the negative things that we all do and how we can be better to ourselves and better to the people around us. So then we can get in our ideal bimbo, happy nothing bothers us kind of state because bimbos aren't angry they're happy and we that's what we all want we want to be happy right and I also forgot to say that when I was getting my acupuncture they always want to see your tongue so I pull my tongue out and he just goes whoa you're really stressed So I'm just curious, what does a stressed... Well, I know what a stressed tongue looks like. It's mine. But I think that was funny because I've always had them ask that, but I've never had that reaction. So I thought that was funny. So I'm currently doing my taxes for New York City and the amount of money we have to pay is insane. If you don't know, in New York City, you also have to pay state tax and city tax. And with the way things are going in New York City, it's almost like, where are these taxes going? We're not helping the homeless people, that's clear. We're not doing any kind of mental help. (laughs) And then there was a shooting yesterday. And no one seemed to be protected. So, and the guy's on the loose. So where is this money going? So it just made me be, think like, okay, should I move to another city? 
Should I continue wanting to move to Europe? I don't know. So I did my hinge, you can do it by city. And so I put my hinge in LA for a little bit just to see the type of people that live there and that are on hinge, I guess. And it was fine. Then I put my hinge in Austin. And the thing with hinge is it goes by neighborhood, and I don't know neighborhoods in Austin. And so every guy was moderate, which means they're Republican, which means... That's just what that means. So you can take with that what you want. So I don't know. But not having state tax feels pretty good right now. <laughs> well, I imagine it would feel pretty good right now as I'm paying all my taxes. <laughs> so with Hinge, there's prompts. And I thought I would share some funny ones from New York. Who are lovers um, and not fighters? Um, I fight for a living. I'm a litigator. Very successful. But I don't like fighting at all. So if you are a lover and not a fighter, because um, I'm good at fighting. I am really good. But, um, but I just don't like it. So I love her. Okay, so if you're a lover and you're not a fighter, and if the recording seemed really bad, that was his choice. It kind of started to change. I don't know if he had his headphones in and then took them out, but he's really into lovers and not fighters. And then this guy just killed me because... Let me cook for you. He couldn't have waited to not be in a crowded room to do that. He's clearly in a busy restaurant, and he had to do that hinge prompt in a busy setting. He couldn't do it at home. What what loser would do their hinge prompts at home? So I thought that was funny. And then I did... Oh, I saw... I went on Tinder, and a guy had a shadow of him clearly naked, because you can see his dick out and hard, and it's not even anything to post. So I'm always weirded out when men do it in general, but then when it's doesn't even look good, why would you do that? Maybe I should do a hinge and... European countries next to see which one I like the most. I have friends that live in Stockholm, so maybe I'll try that. And London. And where else should I try? I guess I'll do France, maybe. I've heard, actually, that the Hinge Fran France French is pretty good. I was going to start a new Netflix show that I think it's called The Ultimatum because my sister was talking about it and I thought I'd watch it so we could talk about it but she refuses to do this 
And then I saw another guy post about it. And so I started it, but reality TV just gives me such bad anxiety. I think I made it 15 minutes, two CBD gummies in, and haven't finished it, but I'll try and finish that. But I guess it's about couples who have given the other one an ultimatum of getting married or breaking up, and so then they all get together and then date each other is what I'm thinking happens I have no idea but I do know that people are like it's insane this one guy's stories was showing clips of it and I thought it was funny because it's a straight guy and he's really into it so I thought I'd give it a go even though I'm not into ultimatums so I don't know that I'll like it and I feel like it'll just give me anxiety I I'm looking at the Daily Mail right now and talking about the victimhood thing. Is anyone else over the Amber Heard, um, Johnny Depp case? I feel like we've been hearing about it for years, seeing about it for years. It seems like they both victimized each other and it's time to move on. I don't. It says that it's been going on since 2015. I don't even know what's going on, so maybe I'm so ignorant to say that, but I just feel like I've been reading the headlines about them for far too long. Now I'm just going through the Daily Mail, and now it's saying that New York's fatal attacks have jumped 46% since last year. But I did read that murder has gone down, so it's not all bad. (laughs) So another thing going off of watching stuff, I watched A Mouthful of Air with Amanda Seyfried or whatever her name is. And that was the saddest movie I've seen in a while. I was on the plane bawling. I had never heard of it. I had never seen a preview for it. I just decided to randomly watch it and I had no idea It was going to be so sad, and I've been trying to not watch anything sad, anything that gives me anxiety, any murder. I used to love true crime, law and order, all of that. I've been staying away from it. Basically, I feel like with law and order, I would watch for how to protect myself and Dateline, all of that kind of thing, and... Now I feel like, all right, I know how to protect myself enough that I don't need to keep rewatching murder. It just doesn't need to be in my psyche. I did start watching that about something about Pam or whatever. I think I had listened to the podcast years ago, and I thought it was funny because they have the same guy who works for Dateline do the voiceover for that, so I thought it was kind of funny. I haven't finished it yet, and it's with Renee Zellweger. Actually, I fell asleep, I'll be honest, episode one through three, and I think there's like five or six episodes, so I've watched four and five, but I already know kind of what happened, so... But yeah, it's funny, because Renee Zellweger, they may put in a fat suit, essentially, because... 
you definitely couldn't just hire someone who's already bigger. <laughs> but I just like that they have, it's kind of set up and edited like a Dateline episode, so it's kind of funny in that way. So for beauty, I want to completely change my look. I feel like I want to dye my hair a different color, even though I just cut it and went full brown. I'm already ready for a change. I'm going to do a complete makeup redo. I watched all these videos and decided what I want. So I'm going to do that. And then my other big beauty tip is if you have chronic pain, start investing in yourself and figuring out what it is because I think that can be life-changing. I <laughs> I just like can't believe I've been in such bad pain for two years and have only sometimes done something. When you're in such a stressful job and your fear of getting fired if you go to the doctor is insane. And that's what my job basically was. I did one, took one vacation and got fired. So I think it was all meant to be, to give me time to figure out the right company for me, the right role for me. I want to, it made me realize what kind of boss I want, what kind of leader role I want to be in, and what kind of leader I want to be that fits me. Um, that's best for me so that the company is better. But anyways, I think your health is so important, and in New York especially, you're so quick to try and forget about it or go out, just keep moving, keep it moving. And basically, the acupuncturist was telling me that you will feel like a little bit better and then you'll keep going and going and going and then everything will get worse, which is what happened. He also said, I'm not allowed to do any kind of leg workout. Like, I can't even go on walks, which completely sucks. So now... I'm really bummed because that just makes me feel so gross when I can't work out. And I'm sad, but I am hopeful that I will get better. Because <laughs> nothing sucks more than this knee right now. When we talk about getting the ick, when... Usually, I don't know if men talk about it, but women will be like, oh, I got the ick because he tripped, or I got the ick because the way he walked, or I got the ick because I'm giving myself the ick. The way I have to walk with my bummed knee, the way it looks from the side, it sucks. It's so swollen above the knee, like above the bone, that my knee looks insane. I hate it. I don't want to give myself the ick. And <laughs> yeah, so if you're in pain, do something about it. Don't complain about it. And if you have to put it on your credit card, put it on your credit card because acupuncture is very expensive. 
but I believe the guy who I'm going to has a full MD, just not, he didn't get it in the US, so he's doing acupuncture, hypnosis, all of that. His reviews say he's life-changing, so hopefully those reviews are real. Because <laughs> I'm putting my full trust into this man. Which, is that bembo of me? I hope so. I thought this was interesting that if you get acupuncture, it's considered tax-deductible medical expense by the IRS. So save your receipts for when you're doing taxes. I don't know what everyone's viewpoint is on mask, and you can believe in whatever you want to believe. I just started not wearing my mask inside the grocery store. So I go inside the grocery store, and I'm looking at the CBD gummies. And they're in a case, but they're not locked. Like, you can just slide it open and get whatever you need out. So I'm just looking, do I want nighttime gummies? Do I want extra strength what kind do I want this woman comes and stands right directly behind me can't wait three minutes let me look really quick it's small again this is my first time not wearing a mask and this woman is giving me no room so I'm looking and then she starts saying oh like just small talk, whatever, where you're like, okay, anyways. And then I don't know if I'm mentally insane, but she's asking why am I getting gummies and I just, or why am I looking at CBD? And I just feel like that's so invasive. It's none of your fucking business. <laughs> like, am I just mentally insane? And then I was wearing a jacket that had the, um, had a collar that was covering where the tag is like the plastic tag whatever you would whatever those are called the plastic tag like wh where the price tag was once connected and I had noticed that it was still on there but my collar was folded over and I didn't want to rip it off because I didn't want to rip my jacket this woman proceeds to touch me to pull that off and I literally had to look at her and say, do not touch me. I don't know you. And I just hate that people are so invasive and then make you look crazy. Like, just don't touch people. Don't go up to them that you don't know and ask them why they're buying what they're buying. If someone had oat milk in their cart, I'm not going to say, why are you buying that instead of normal milk? Are you lactose intolerant? It's none of my fucking business. So why the fuck <laughs> am I crazy? Like, I literally <laughs> just wanted, I don't know, I wanted to slash her tire because I was so angry in that moment. I never want a stranger touching me, but I definitely don't want you asking me questions and then touching me. It's just insane that I would never do that to someone else. I'm, I literally might say like, oh, you have your tag on and let them know and then they can decide and say, oh, can you help me out? 
or whatever. One time I was walking down the street in New York and this really cute girl was in front of me and her skirt was kind of tucked in her underwear. So then I had the decision of, do I tell her? Because it, she's going to be embarrassed either way. She's going to be embarrassed if she gets all the way home and realizes her underwear was tucked in her skirt or her skirt was tucked in her underwear or do I tell her and she'll be embarrassed for one second? Or how are people going to take it? And I just decided I was going to tell her. Because there's creeps out there and I'd rather not be walking down the street. And she was so embarrassed. But I hope that I did the right thing. Because it's one of those things where you're like, do I tell them or not? Do I tell them or not? But to me, that so I told her. Gave her the choice. I didn't come untuck it. Anyways, I think I'm a little crazy, but how are people so invasive, like, without even thinking about it or caring? I'm all over the place today, and I apologize, but I do want to give my at-home laser an update. It is definitely working, because I looked, I've only had it for five weeks, I think, and I already noticed such a difference. So definitely invest in one if you want. I have started to do more areas because I'm like, okay, if it's working here in the kind of hideable areas, I'll start in the more like my legs and stuff. I was scared that if it burned my legs. Because, you know, I already have enough leg problems. And I'm trying to think if I've bought anything new. The only beauty thing I've bought is Charlotte Tilbury lip liner, which everyone already knows is amazing. And I'm going to hopefully get all new makeup so then I can review all of that. All the things that have been suggested from TikTok and... Because that's my only form of entertainment. When you can only watch up to one minute videos. I love that for me. And But I did watch a whole movie. I watched the whole Amanda Seyfried movie. So that was very sad and depressing. Oh, one more thing. Because we're talking about mental health and listening to your body and your intuition and I'm in a lot of pain right now because I'm sitting on the floor so my knee and ankle are like throbbing so I just wanted to quickly say that I will be ending it short. I am trying to get this better and more organized and then my ADD like goes all over the place and then boom it's Wednesday. I need to become a better person. I'm working on it, I promise. I just wanted to say the next full moon will occur on Saturday, April 16th, so this Saturday, but the moon will appear full the night before and after its peak to the casual stargazer. The April full moon is also known as the full pink moon, so how, like, bimbo, like, I love it. The full moon shows its face to earth about once a month, well, sort of. I don't. I guess it's just going on to tell us what a full moon is. <laughs> so I found a better thing. It's the pink f full moon because of the time of year, like spring. But it's also a super moon, which means it's closer to earth, 
meaning it's going to be more spiritual and energetic place. It's more potent. And the pink moon will be in Libra during Aries season, which I love. I love both. With any luck, its Libra energy will help balance out the Aries, adventurous spirit to get some rest during this exciting time of year. Okay, so now I'm reading a full article about how to create moon water, and then it just happens to give an example if it's a Libra full moon to give your uh, intentions to choose around love. So if you are manifesting love, then this is a perfect full moon for you. And then it says what you want to do with your full moon water, which basically what you would do is fill a jar. It says preferably with rainwater, but that's hard to do if you don't have outside space, if you live in an apartment. But if you don't, use rainwater. And then cover it in a glass jar. And then what you can do with it, you can use it for adding to cleaning solution for home, watering your plants, taking a full moon bath, putting it in your tea, cleansing your crystals. I don't see anywhere here about drinking it, so maybe don't drink it. But anyways, the full moon is basically to let go of everything that you need to release and balance is the name of the game as well as releasing to make room for rebirth in order to get most out of this potent lunar energy so happy full moon this saturday don't forget it let's manifest and make sure all of our dreams come true and read this book with me i'm going to start trying to read again my reading place was on the subway to and from work and since i haven't been on that same journey i stopped kind of reading because i need to be reading in chaos energy a lot of things need to be going on around me and i don't have that right now I guess I could just go sit on a subway and ride it to nowhere and then ride it back. <laughs> but this subway's not really the place any of us want to be if we don't have to right now, right? So, yeah. Um, the book is called Letting Go again. So if you want to read that with me, that'd be awesome. And I really am trying to get better at this I promise hopefully I can get on a schedule where I have guests and figure all of that out so it's not just me rambling and have a very bimbo sexy Wednesday